You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. Your host, Iceman. Uh, it's been a different week, I'd say. Uh, first, I want to start off by saying I think I want to take just a, a short little break. I'm not going away, so don't think that. I'm thinking about maybe reformatting the show a little bit of not so much all comedy and stuff like that. Uh, of course, I'm I'm not going to get into a lot of the stuff like I haven't before because I just don't want to do that. <clears throat> what I am uh, thinking about doing is putting in a little bit more, I don't know, informational aspect of law enforcement or something. Uh, maybe a little more of the serious part of it or something like that. I'm not sure yet. So I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to be going long. I might just say, you know, a week or so off. I just need to step back and figure out exactly where I want the show to continue to go on from here. So, for my my listeners, I do have don't run off, I'm not leaving. I will be back. I'm not quitting. I I just need to reformulate it. This week, I had the unfortunate honor. When I say unfortunate honor, it's because it stuff that we have to do as motor cops that I've had to do way too many times. And, you know, even though I can retire in four years or seven, which I haven't decided yet, that's still up in the air. Uh, I had had a city police officer who had a, Passed away due to COVID, from what I understand. I did not know this man. He wore a badge, and he was a public servant, just like me. So, but we had to es- we went and escorted his uh, his body from the hospital to the funeral home, where I guess he had to be embalmed and everything. Uh, there were several motor divisions involved ton load of cops involved bringing it over there wasn't any services just uh honoring him for what he has done uh did get informed uh, a couple hours ago from my sergeant my supervisor that they are treating it as an on-duty death so i'm assuming that he 
must have most likely contracted this disease of this virus, not a disease, this virus, uh, while he was on duty or something like that. I don't know. But that is going to be Wednesday, and it's going to be uh, the full-blown, you know, full honors funeral service deal. So I will be in, involved in that. Let me tell you what, especially the non-law enforcement people, if you have never attended one, it gets me the worst every single time. And I've been to, I can't even count how many. I don't know if it's, you know, it's probably close, you know, if it's not 100, it's probably close to it over, you know, 20 years and 20 plus years being in law enforcement. And in motors, you attend a lot of these uh, funerals. But the part that gets me the worst is when they do last call over the radio. Taps don't get me. 21 gun salute don't get me. When they do that last call over the radio, it sends a shiver up my spine that you would not believe uh just because i'm gonna have to, you know, do it again that that that's what really 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 gets me when when they do that last call and people that don't know what i'm talking about is they'll hold the radio traffic on whichever department it is and the dispatcher will call out that uh first responders badge number or call number, whichever they go by, and a few times, and then they'll say they're 10-7, and it, it, I don't know the exact verbiage of it, but that just sends, you know, shivers down my spine. Like I said, this week also, we had the, uh, one of the fellow deputies I work with, his father had uh, passed away who also spent his whole entire life in public service as a fireman. So we had to do, we did that funeral. And it was, it was quite large. Um, fire departments from all local, local areas around came. So there's probably at least 20 fire trucks, plus the ones on side of the roads with the flags and, you know, all that stuff like that. Not, you know, like, I don't know, just having to bury a lot of first responders lately. And I don't know if, if you haven't ever done it or whatever like that. It just kind of, it just gets to you emotionally after a while, even though you don't know these people. And, you know, it's like, it, like all of us do, we suck it up and you go about doing your business every day. So that, that, that was a big part of the week there, which, uh, it, it sucks. So, all right. Like I said, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm just thinking about revising. If anybody that does listen has any ideas that they have thought that might make the podcast better or whatever, hey, email me. Let me know. Uh, like I said, it's just thoughts I've had. Me and Bam have thought about it, talked about it. I'm not quitting. I might not even take a week off. I don't know. I'm just giving the heads out there. If I don't have an episode come out next Sunday or whatever, I'm not quitting. I'm just, I 
I want to revamp it a little bit because I know I'm pretty much out there. I got a vulgar mouth and everything else. And I guess I may be off-putting to someone. No, nobody's come to me complaining or saying anything like that. I mean, it's just I'm not stupid. I, I know the facts of the matter, okay? So anyway, we got that out the way. I, I did have a few little stories from this past week we'll get into. Uh, I pull over a car. It's doing 76 and 65. I approach the vehicle. I advise them why I stop it. The lady driving looks at me and says, oh, there is no way I was going that fast. I never got over 75 miles an hour. I'm like, okay, well, maybe your speedometer is off a little bit. Because, I mean, it, I got you at 76. I mean, the speedometers these cars are not, you know, certified calibration a lot of them. Just say she was not happy when I had to give her the ticket. If she wants to come to court, that's fine. If you want to look at a judge and say I wasn't doing 76, I was doing 75, go right ahead. I had that happen before. I had wrote a ticket for I don't remember speed, but the person got on there and says, you know, hypothetically, I don't remember speed, but like I said, I wrote them for doing 50 in a 35 or something, and they got on the stand. It's like, well, I wasn't doing 50 in a 35. I was doing 45 in a 35, and the judge's like, fine, guilty. 45 and 35, pay the fine. They admitted their own guilt. So speeding, speeding. But anyway, she, she, she was like, I guess that was supposed to convince me that she was, you know, it was one mile an hour difference. Um, I always, I tell, I've told people in the past, hey, five over, don't get pulled over. I'm not going to stop you for five over. Now, I know there's some little hick towns out there, little dinky-ass towns. But, you know, I've heard rumors, haven't experienced it, that uh, they will stop you for doing five over. But myself as a law enforcement person, I'm not going to pull you over and give you a ticket for doing five miles over to the speed limit. That's just ridiculous to me. So, all right, I, I pulled over this, this couple from Mississippi. If y'all are listening, told you I was going to talk about you. I did. Look, let me tell you what. These, them, these were some two extremely nice country people, okay? Uh, I enjoyed my conversation with them tremendously. They they were super nice people. Anyway, he was doing 77 and a 60, 17 over. Uh, told him that. I told him, I said, the reason I pulled you over doing 77 and a 60. He, uh, I asked him for his information. He he gives it to me. He uh, says, well, well, I'm not from around here. I, I'm from Mississippi. I said, well. That's what your license plate would indicate to me, that you're from Mississippi since you have Mississippi license plates. And then he said he was going down to Louisiana to work. I said, well, got good news for you. You made it because you're in Louisiana. So I, I knew what he was talking about, but it's the, it's the way it came out, you know, because he was already in Louisiana. Uh, 
like I said, they were two just super nice people. Uh, I did advise him that his license plate had expired. And uh, he, he worked in construction. And let me tell you, um, I didn't write him for that. I just I let him know that it was expired. Because when you work and stuff like that, and then be honest, how how many people out there actually look at the back of their their car unless they're washing it in their license plate? Not too many. I know in Louisiana they mail that shit out to you. I've been known to say, oh, that came out. I'm going to take care of it and put it on the counter and forget it. And then have to get the shit done because my plates have expired. It happened. Like I said, I'm not going to, you know. I mean, it it was only, you know, it wasn't that far out of date. Anyway, he said he was, uh, him and his wife were heading down to Lake Charles for to do some work. I hope they made it there safely. Uh, I did, uh, I think I gave him a break and reduced his speed down to 71 for him. But they were, they, they, like I said, these, these, it was the type of people that, that when, you know, you do encounter them, you don't walk away with a bad taste in your mouth because they were just pieces of shit towards you. They were just super nice people, so I appreciate them. They're listening. Hey, like I said, I hope, the, hope you got there okay and everything's going good, and I appreciate how friendly y'all were. Now, this next one, you kind of, I wrote it down, and I'll tell it and then tell you why now it rose me the wrong way. I pulled over a car for doing 79 and 60, 19 miles and over, over the speed limit. Two young girls in the car, uh, college kids. Uh, I was informed by the driver that she was heading home from LSU because she had some kind of labs or something, and uh, she was hurrying home because she had surgery the next day. During this conversation, she also told me that that she had been passing out recently. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, well, I've been passing out recently. I'm like, well, do you really think it's safe for you to be driving? Your passenger's right here, which come to be her sister. I said, she has a driver's license, correct? She's like, yeah. I'm like, wouldn't it be safer for her to drive if you've been having issues with passing out? She tells me she wasn't her sister wasn't driving because she's scared to drive on the interstate, which I've never quite understood. The interstate is basically straight and the widest road <laughs> you're going to drive on. But I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, I asked her, you know, I'm like, you're having surgery tomorrow. She's like, well, yeah, I'm getting my tonsils removed. Oh, well, okay. I didn't know. I mean, she was having, you know, some kind of major surgery. She's having some tonsils removed. But anyway, I was nice again, and I reduced her speed to 71 and 60 for her. So it wouldn't cost her quite as much. I come back with the citation, and she is crying. I advise her. I'm like, look, there's no reason to cry. It's just a traffic ticket. Uh, you know, you didn't hurt no one or nothing like that. So j- just calm down. And I tried to calm her down. And uh, I found out later 
Friday, for a matter of fact. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's them because it's the only ones I stopped that they called, or one of them, somebody called, and complained on me and said that I was, that they were intimidated by me from the way I spoke to them and I guess just my demeanor. Now, this <laughs> upsets me and angers me at the same time because I went out of my way to be overly nice to these two little girls. Even gave her a break on her speed. And you're going to call and say that's the kind of stuff about me when none of it was true at all. I went over out of my way to, to try to be nice. I even reduced her speed for them. If I was being a dick, I just left her where I was at and walked up and just, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't have gave two shits. But as I said, I think I've said in the past, it's the ones you give breaks to that call and complain on you. And, uh, you know, it aggravates me that I have to defend myself than when I have done nothing wrong. The, from the people that do know me out there, and they may listen or don't listen, but the people that do know me, they will tell you. Is I don't I don't lie about shit. I've you know, if it's bad and gonna get me in trouble, regardless, I will tell the truth. And you know. I don't go out just trying to treat people like shit anytime. So it pisses me off. Because I found out this one lady, somebody, and I, I know which one it is, and she called and complained and said that, that when I pulled her over and wrote her ticket that I, I told her she was stupid, which I did not do. So what I have done is I ordered me my own video recording device wearable. So from now on, because the department I work for, we do not have body cam, which I know a lot of cops and stuff that's like, oh, I don't want to shit. I have asked for them from the previous department I worked for and this one. I have asked for them. I want one. Okay? I want one. Bad enough that I spent money so I can record myself so the next time some lying motherfucker calls in on me and I have to defend myself, I will have video and audio evidence of the fact that I was not being rude, that I wasn't calling people names and shit like that. So, yes. That's me pissed off really mad. I've been aggravated since Friday afternoon and all weekend. It's pretty much ruined my fucking weekend. I can't stand to be lied to, lied on about, okay? When I'm out there, you know, trying to, you know, being overly nice to people. I mean, it wasn't three weeks, two, three weeks ago I pulled the guy over. And, I mean, this guy told me that I was the nicest cop he ever met, the most polite cop he ever met. So I want to go from this to that, really? Really? People call in and complain on you. Because they think it's going to help them get their fucking ticket fixed. They ain't worried. Or they mad because they got the ticket and they want to get, you know, 
me hemmed up about something. Well, people that do that are just low-life pieces of shit. Okay? I've never once made up shit on somebody just to, you know, try to get over or get back at them. And for people like that, like I said, karma is a bitch. And you never know when she's going to come around and get you. But for those two ladies, she'll come around. You just never know when she's going to hit. But she's going to get you. She's going to get you. I read uh, this news story. This uh, It was from, it's not January 31st. What's that the date on it? Let me see. That's what it says. January 31st, 2021. It was featured in news, politics, and policing. It's out of Washington, D.C. It says, despite most experts pointing to poor leadership as the cause of the security failure at the Capitol and bipartisan congressional praise for the individual officers who battled the insurrection that day, one Democratic congressman claimed Friday, like this is just past Friday, that if the rioters were black, they would have been gunned down by police. Uh, okay. Right. Wrong. We just don't go out and mow fuckers down. If that's the case, all the protests and riots and shit in these other cities that have been happening through the whole entire year, there would have been a lot of dead people mowed down by the cops. On CNN, which, go figure, right? On CNN Crap News Network, House Majority Chief Deputy Whip Dan Kildee, Democrat out of Michigan, said that law enforcement has an instinct to shoot black people. Really? I've been doing this fucking shit over 26 years, and, you know, I don't have an instinct to shoot anyone, black, white, purple, green, or anything. I don't just go out looking for people to fucking shoot. I don't want to have to shoot nobody, ever. I hope I can finish my career off. We're never having to do that. So this dude's a fucking moron, okay? This He said this during his uh, interview with, of course, host, Don Lemon. If the crowd had been black or Muslim, it would have been a disaster, even greater than it was, because we know what the instinct would have been for people in law enforcement would have been to open fire. This motherfucker has no clue, no clue what he's talking about. Kildy continued that the violence that spread across the country in 2020 was not the fault of rioters but of the United States military. Now, how the fuck is this the fault of the United States military is the reason that all these riots and shit took place over the summer and everything else? Even in the moments when we had violence over the summer, it was violence being perpetrated by the United States military against peaceful protesters. This dude must fucking live on Mars or something. The peaceful protesters that Kildee was referring to spread across the nation after killing a George Floyd in Minneapolis in May. 
Many of these Black Lives Matter and Antifa protests turned to violence with looting and property damage common in places like Portland and New York City. During the protest the riots and riots, 25 Americans were killed as of October 2020. All but one were killed at the hands of fellow protesters. Okay, so you had 25 people killed and 24 of them were killed by fellow protesters. Nine of the fi- victims were killed during Black Lives Matter protests. Two were killed at pro-Trump patriot rallies. Most of the protesters died of gunshot wounds. The deaths in- included Garrett Foster, who was carrying an AK-47 at a Black Lives Matter protest in Austin, Texas. A motorist shot and killed him. It was unknown if Foster made any threats toward the motorist. In August, a 17-year year old used a rifle to kill two people and wounded a third during an anti-police demonstration in Kenosha. We all know who that is. That's the Kyle Rittenhouse dude. That dude is protecting himself. Lawyers claim he was acting in self-defense. I've watched the video numerous times. They were attacking him. He defended himself. Only one death resulted from a police intervention in Las Vegas. George Gomez was wearing body armor and carrying several firearms. Gomez pointed a firearm at police, forcing Metro officers to open fire during the same protest. Los Angeles police officer Shay, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, was shot in the head and remains paralyzed from the injury. Seven people were shot while looting businesses during the unrest. However, several police officers have been killed during political unrest in 2020. David Dorn, a 77-year-old retired police captain was killed while responding to an alarm as a security officer at a pawn shop during rioting in St. Louis when he was shot and killed. Two California law enforcement officers were murdered by an anti-government boogaloo extremist during rioting and political unrest in June. Although some politicians like Kildee claimed that the insurrection at the Capitol occurred because the invaders were white, Several failures in the system played a role in the security failure. Police experts have placed much of the blame on planning failure by the leadership at the U.S. Capitol Police. Edward McGuire, Director of Public Safety Innovation Lab at Arizona State University, explained, Anytime you have a crowd event, it's a hope for the best. Plan for the worst type scenario. As long as there's no current violence, you deploy regular uniforms and use lots of communication and de-escalation but you always have several levels of a plan behind the curtain, including more heavily armored and armed riot police. He said that instead of preparing for the worst, the Capitol Police refused to support, that they were refused support from the FBI and Pentagon when it was offered prior to attack. Oh, they refused to support. Every one of these police departments has their own intelligence units that should be out there scouring social media and being plugged into the intelligence products being distributed by federal agents and agencies. Anyway, this is an extremely long story. I'm not going to just keep going on and on and on. The The basic thing is, is that this fucking politician from Michigan who's probably fucking got a police detail who probably don't know squat dick about anything in fucking law enforcement is going to say that the cops would have just mowed down the crowd if it would have been black people. That's the biggest fucking 
hunk of shit that I've smelt and looked at in a long time. This dude's a freaking idiot. And these are the people that people are electing and voting for. People that don't have a fucking clue about anything. Anyway, I'm not just going to keep going on about that because just shit like that just pisses me off. I could just rant on that for, for days and days and days. I do have another little thing I want to say. Are blinkers an option in vehicles? I'm pretty sure nowadays, I mean, they come standard. Probably always that blinkers are, are standard in a vehicle. Hell, cars now talk to you and do all kind of shit for you. Uh, so I'm pretty sure they all come with blinkers. That little, it's a little black thing. Usually it sticks off the side of your steering column that if you click it down or up, it will indicate which way you are wishing to turn. I don't know if this is everywhere, but I know in Louisiana for some fucking reason. People do not know how to use a damn blinker. It don't take a lot of effort. Just got to move your hand and just click it. It's right. It's just right there. Use your blinker. I'm going to tell you, it would save a lot of accidents. I've had people tell me before, it's ridden with me, you know, if you're ever waiting to pull out into a roadway, out of a parking lot, personal driveway, an intersection, it don't matter, um, I'll see somebody with a blinker on coming, and they're like, well, "Won't you go ahead and pull out there? They got your blinker on." Let me tell you what: <laughs> just because somebody has their blinker on, don't mean they're going to turn. They just mean one of these ding dongs that don't turn it off if it don't click off by itself. Just like how many people out there that ride around at night with their headlights not on because they have daytime running lights, or the headlights didn't come on by themselves because they're not auto new. It's common sense to turn your blinker off, turn your headlights on, some shit like that. But anyway, I just wanted to bitch about that a little bit. Use your fucking blinker. It, it, it's not that much of an effort. Put your phone down for a second and use your blinker. All right. One little more pullover story. Stop the car doing 84 and 60. Uh, she had jumped in the right-hand lane when I got her from the left-hand lane. And basically, she just told me, you know, she's like, well, I wasn't speeding. I was passing people. Well, yes, ma'am, I did see you passing people that were doing the speed limit. <laughs> I actually get that quite a bit where people will People think for some reason that if you're passing another vehicle, it's okay to speed. It's not okay to speed to pass another vehicle. If you have to get that much higher over the speed limit to pass that vehicle, it's probably a good chance you shouldn't have been passing that vehicle. So that was that that was that was her excuse. She wasn't speeding, she was passing. Guess what? Yeah, she got a ticket. All right. Well, I'm about to half a little over the half hour mark here. 
I know it hasn't been the most exciting show I've done, podcast show I've done, whatever. Like I said, I'm thinking I'm thinking about reformatting or however. Uh, still have some funny stories in it, but maybe have some more informational stuff in it. Like I said, if anybody out there listening has any other ideas or whatever, you can email me. Let me know. I'll, I'll more than take the you know anybody's opinion that they have. Like I said, I, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be. I don't even know if I'm gonna take off next week. I'm just putting it out there in case I'm don't put something out next week. I'm not leaving. I'm just working on some stuff, trying to, you know, get some different stuff formatted. Again, if anybody would like to be a guest, any first responders whatsoever, this includes jailers, dispatchers, uh, your first responders, paramedics, firemen, we're all in the same boat, we just wear different uniforms. Uh, send me an email, hit me up on Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, the email address is uh, motorcopchroniclespodcast at gmail.com on Twitter we're at at motorc and Facebook of course is uh, motorcopchroniclespodcast and on YouTube the same thing motorcopchroniclespodcast uh, send me an email uh, let me know like I said if you got any ideas for me let me know uh, if anybody has some stories they would like to be told, don't want to come on a show, or the department won't let them come on a show, send them to me. I won't use your name, locations, or nothing, and I'll read your stories and try to do as much justice as I can. And uh, I can't say until next week, because I'm not totally sure yet, but until next time, remember to always smile, because the Iceman can be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle This is